Good morning. It's Iowimala, and today is August the 10th. Uh, very hot and humid here. And by the looks of my screen, it's, we're not even getting a lot of light in. So I hope you're all doing well and uh, feeling safe wherever you live and doing everything you can to stay safe and well and not fearful as we just kind of traverse this uh, no man's land in a, in a lot of ways, figuring out how, how our, well, school started for so many places just yesterday. So um, I hope that's going well and I hope parents are being supportive of whatever decisions are made that they're helping make. And we're keeping all of our children safe and each other and ourselves safe. So try to try to just keep doing the best you can and keep your spirits up. That's really important. Don't become, uh, don't let the condition of the world right now uh, pull you down any more than absolutely necessary because what we need right now is to find uh, the goodness in the world and to find how this can be, this like everything else is a teacher for us. So we have lots of lessons to learn. So we're also finishing up with our wonderful book, Dhamma Everywhere. And this is a good reminder, everything that Ashin Tejaniya, Sayadaw Utejaniya, everything that he writes about and gives us examples of in terms of uh, working to be aware and working with our minds all the time and uh, using, using what we already know and using, using our awareness how we can deal with whatever comes before us. We can deal with understanding our reactions to things, understanding when there's something we can do and when there's nothing we can do about a situation, and learning not to be thinking that, uh, that our emotions and all of our defilements are who we are. So when, when we're going through these rough times, I think, it's really important to know that these can be the lessons in our world today can, are, are ways for us to become more wise and more uh, develop our own wisdom and our own capabilities. So use every day as a teacher. So we're getting to the very last part on our book. So let's read a bit and then practice. And we'll try to have a little more time for practice today. The benefits of awareness. And this is still from, this is the last section, Dhamma in the morning. These are from his morning talks at his retreat center in Myanmar. The benefits of awareness. When you are aware constantly, how do you feel? In the present moment, now, do you want anything? Do you have expectations? What are you doing? 
If awareness is present in this moment, how do you feel? If awareness is lost, what is different? Having awareness and not having awareness, how is the mind different? Do you understand the value of awareness? Stay with the awareness. All objects come to awareness. What is the difference between having awareness and not having awareness? There is a different quality of mind. You need to understand the value of awareness. If you are aware, how do you feel? When you are meditating, is the mind tense or not? Relaxed or not? When you are interested, wisdom is working. Because of the object, you can be aware. Continuity is very important. Moment to moment and moment by moment. And momentum, momentum is nature. And nature is Dhamma. Continuity of practice becomes a habit. Habit becomes nature. Habit becomes nature when the practice gains momentum and the Dhamma is working. Nature is working. Nobody is meditating and nobody is practicing. Nature is practice. Momentum comes because of the cause and effect process. Anytime awareness is present, the mind is safe, secure, meaningful, and alive. If we're not aware, we are lost and we've lost meaning. We don't know what's happening in the present moment. We are blind and we are deaf. Awareness and lack of awareness have two very different qualities. If we have awareness with wisdom, Depending on the wisdom quality, awareness will be stronger. The value is also very different. We need to understand that as much as we put into practice, we get in return. If we don't understand what we already know, we can't be satisfied. Let me read that again. I missed a word. If we don't understand what we already have, We can't be satisfied. If we have too many expectations, we don't know what we have. If our expectations are too high, we can't be satisfied with what we already have. We need to appreciate what we are doing. We should understand the value of what we are doing. What is the benefit of doing this? What is the result if we don't do this? If we are not doing this, what is happening? We are cultivating and growing these good qualities of mind, moment to moment. On right effort and energy. Check your energy and how much energy you use. You don't need too much energy to know something, to be aware. If there's an expectation or if you want something, the mind has more energy. Check your state of mind. Don't let the mind be tense or tired. The meditating mind must be relaxed. 
Don't use too much energy to be focused. We don't need to use too much energy to know the object. Naturally, the mind can know, and this is any object, anything can be an object. Uh, something that arises within us, something we see or notice or are experiencing out in the world in front of us. If there's an expectation or if you want something, the mind uses more energy. Check your state of mind. Don't let the mind be tense or tired. The meditating mind must be relaxed. Don't use too much energy to be focused. We don't need to use too much energy to know the object. Naturally, the mind can know the object. We need to continually remind ourselves and recognize the importance of staying in the present moment, moment by moment. We don't need to use too much effort or too much energy to be focused, to be mindful. The nature of the mind can know the object naturally, so we don't need to try to know the object. If the mind is relaxed, the mind knows something about itself. The meaning of effort is to try to continue, try to be patient, try to be relaxed. That's a different uh, definition than most of us have of effort, right? Effort is doing what we should do and not doing what should not be done. Effort is also to try to reduce defilements. Making awareness continuous is also effort. On right practice, sometimes we sit and stop meditating. To stop meditating is wrong meditation. Wrong attitude and wrong meditation is stopping, meaning right meditation is starting. The mind can know. The mind has momentum already. Awareness all the time. It knows many things. If you have right idea, right attitude, right thinking, the mind immediately calms down, becomes peaceful, we stop the wrong practice, meaning we start the right practice. The Noble Eightfold Path. We are practicing the Noble Eightfold Path. In this morning, we can hear. The fact that we are aware that we are hearing is right view. We know what is happening in the present moment. This is right view. This is nature. This is experience. Object is object. Experience is experience. There's no body, no person. If we have this attitude and we are aware of what is happening, this is right view and right thought. When we have right view and right thought, we can't speak wrongly, we can't act wrongly, and we can't live wrongly. This is right speech, right action, and right livelihood. Being aware is right action. 
then we have right effort, right awareness, and right samadhi. This is the Noble Eightfold Path. So in the last last two times we've been reading, he's taken us all the way through the path. And that's what this book has been doing all, all along. The five spiritual faculties. Let's see. Okay, we'll read uh, a little bit more and then we'll practice. Five spiritual factories, faculties. And this in Pali is in, Indriya. Indriya. Right effort is perseverance. Effort means being persistent, being patient, continuing again and again, and not giving up. This is the meaning of effort. Don't use too much energy. Check your quality of sati, samadhi, vidya, sadha, and panya. Now these are the five spiritual faculties. So it's awareness, it's mindfulness, focus mind, energy, confidence or faith, and wisdom. Those are the five spiritual faculties. Check your attitude of these of sati, samadhi, vidya, sadha, and panya. How much interest do you have? Are you willing to practice? Panya is understanding, wisdom. So you need to check if awareness is present in the mind. Is understanding present? Is wisdom present? Check the quality of the watching, meditating mind. The mind is meditating. The mind is watching. The mind is practicing. You don't use too much energy to practice. You are just watching with the right idea, the right attitude, and interest. You need to know if awareness is present or not. You need to appreciate that awareness is present, which you are recognizing, being aware of what is going on. You should know if samadhi is present or not. Is samadhi present? If you know there's no samadhi, you know there's no samadhi. And samadhi is that sometimes, uh, I think mistakenly called concentration, it's that it's that uh, focused mind, that stable mind. Because you are aware, you know, if you recognize clearly whether awareness is present or not, if you recognize clearly that samadhi is present or not, wisdom is present or not, if you recognize clearly that wisdom is not present, this in itself is wisdom. This is also understanding. So even if you know you lack a quality, if you know it, then that's wisdom. So to know what we don't know is wisdom. It's, that's important to remember. So next we're going to move on to craving. Craving's always very interesting. When we speak about desire and the uh, 
desire is, uh, is going to arise. It's a natural human emotion. But what about craving? What about that? What about that grasping things? So we will start and we'll, we'll read that on Thursday. And I think then we'll be uh, Thursday be finishing this book. So why don't we practice now? Well, we're practicing being aware. So we don't have to, uh, we can begin to sit together, but uh, just keep imagining you're practicing all the time. You can, you can be feeling that you're meditating all the time. And meditation is being aware of our reaction to the objects, which is, these are, this is all like a natural truth. And when we develop that awareness, it's always to, remem to remember. The more and more we can be, uh, take an impersonal reaction to things happening, uh, to kind of move ourselves out of, out of the picture and see what's arising and see what's happening. We may be looking at our own emotions and thoughts, but uh, we, if we can try to remove our, our ego or our uh, need to think, think everything out, so figure everything out using our mind. So, just be aware of your body breathing. That becomes an object, that awareness of it. of how much of our lives we spend not being aware of our body or the processes in our body like breathing. Just be aware of the breath Be aware of the body relaxing.
for as long as you like. You can just stay with the body. Be aware of each inhale and each exhale. Whatever is coming through your sense doors. Remember, there's no need to look for an experience. Just breathe. Just be aware.
Let everything relax. Let your hands relax. The shoulders relax. As we go about our day, we'll just continue the same practice, continue your meditation throughout the day. Just be aware. And be aware without a need to be reactive, without the need to take anything personally. Just be aware and remember that everything we do or say or speak can be for our own benefit and also for the benefit of all other sentient beings. So we want it to be beautiful thoughts and speech and action. clean, not full of self. So have a beautiful day. And as Ashin Tejaniya uh, reminded us, we want it to continue. So we won't end the meditation. If you want to continue sitting, wonderful. And if you, uh, I'll be leaving now, so if if you have to get going as well, carry the meditation with you. Just go about your normal day, but be more, be more connected with the awareness that your mind is doing all the time. See you on Thursday.